This is Oliver Nyberg for bakeryandsnacks.com and I'm joined by Paul Hart, market manager for gluten-free and ingredients firm Solanic. Gluten-free products have enjoyed somewhat of a market boom in recent years. While this has caused some manufacturers to see dollar signs, some are put off by the potential formulation challenges, which is what we're here to discuss today. Paul, gluten-free bread is often perceived to be lower quality than wheat bread. What is causing this perception? A number of things. Somebody who's used to wheat bread is used to a loaf that's got good volume, colour, and probably has soft eating qualities if it's a white loaf. Gluten-free products might come as a slight surprise. They tend to be rather low in volume, uh, consequently heavy, uh, they lack good colour, they lack good shape, and the eating qualities can be really rather tough indeed, rather granular in the mouth, and, and, and the eating experience is quite different to wheat bread. And how can a gluten-free loaf match a, a wheat loaf in terms, in terms of texture? This is the key question. Convenience fresh products are approaching the sort of sales positioning of wheat bread, but still lag away behind. The challenge is to make something in a convenience fresh product that has the volume and the shape of a wheat-raised uh, uh, bread, but uh, with the appropriate structure of the bread crumb. Typically, gluten-free products have very big open-air cells, rather more like a panettone or focaccia type of bread, rather than the traditional uh, wheat, uh, white loaf or pan bread. And, and what about shelf life? Do gluten-free breads last as long as wheat bread? It depends. If you are making bread for pharmacy-type uh, applications where people buy bread on prescription, you might find it comes uh, very thickly wrapped in um, plastic with, with a shelf life of uh, many months. But that is nothing like wheat bread at all in terms of its organoleptic, uh, organoleptic mouthfeel and texture. It will be quite dry and quite brittle. Inconvenience breads, um, things are improving uh, texture-wise, but there's still a long way to go. The problem principally when you have a lot of starch in a formulation is that once the starch granules have expanded on cooking and you form something like a bread texture, the starch would really rather prefer not to be in solution and tries to crystallize. Protein in wheat bread stops that, um, and so do emulsifiers. But in gluten-free bread, you may have neither. And the starch pudding or the starch bread rapidly um, stales or retrogradates, which is the name of the physical process that... Uh, happens. Bread will stale internally and go hard and brittle very, very rapidly. Um, and this is one of the reasons why longer shelf life products are compromised. There are a number of solutions to this problem, and that's where manufacturers are busily engaged at the moment. But no consistency of outcome. And how long will it take to achieve an outcome? Well, some producers will claim a shelf life of uh, several days, but the ways they achieve this uh, vary. They might use extremely high oil consumption, uh, oil dosing levels, so you get something like over 10% oil in the loaf, but that still doesn't make it soft and flexible necessarily. One of the key things to start with is great structure. For that, you need to have good control of your stabilizer mix without uh, ingredients which are uh, competing with each other in a bad way, but uh, synergistically enhancing each other, like, for example, xanthan and guar. You might need a careful starch blend that doesn't retrograde uh, too quickly or is not too granular. But you also need to give some thought to a couple of other matters. Uh, functional protein, and here's a 
pitfall that many manufacturers fall into. They might uh, lose one allergen in terms of gluten and replace it by another, like whey protein or egg. When will we see a gluten-free bread that is on par with a wheat bread? Believe it or not, I have tasted one that had gone through a free store cycle, but that formulation's not on the market. It's made exclusively by somebody who I know in Australia and supplied to hospitals there. That product had wonderful flexibility, good shelf life, and eating qualities very similar to um, wheat bread. Um, I would say the next two to three years will see a raising in the level of convenience, fresh gluten-free products that start to really push the barriers so that for the whole family purchase, a gluten-free product is not one just for the hardened celiacs but becomes a tasty family choice. So what is this, what is this Australian manufacturer doing differently to, to others? It's somebody who's a very skilled bread developer who knows her stuff very well and is maintaining a close proprietary guard on how she does what she does. Many people involved in the manufacture of gluten-free bread have proprietary informational technology, so they think, uh, but they like to guard their formulation and what they are doing. Um, This, to some extent, precludes the best becoming available very rapidly. But there will be certain breakthroughs coming onto the market, I believe, as I say, over the next six, nine months, uh, two to three years, we should see a much greater consistency in the market and much higher quality of convenience, fresh products that uh, are much more like industrial plant-produced uh, white bread. Paul, many thanks. I've been Oliver Nyberg for bakeryandsnacks.com.